Life gives us a lot of opportunities and it depends on us how we use it and enable our growth. And today I had a conversation with my friend Rushali Sharma who is smart enough to tap in all the opportunities and to get close to her aim that is to be an actress. And in today's conversation we had all talks about her personal life and what it took her to enable all those opportunities and a lot more. This is on a talk of thought we'll start right about. Hello Rushali thanks for coming in the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah okay let me introduce you all to all the listeners. So I have Rushali Sharma in my podcast who is going to be the top actress and influential woman in India and right now she's theater artist. Yeah. So how was the intro? I prepared a lot. <laughs> that definitely you know looked like a lot of uh, hard work but yeah. Yeah, yeah of course you you deserve all those things dude. My my friends always tell I'm a visionary. I can see what will go rise. Oh, yeah. I I really hope it does. Yeah. So okay, before we go to the theater journey and everything, we will start it from a recap, like from your childhood. So tell me about your childhood, Rishal. So as a child, I had various, you know, dreams, like various goals. I I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be a pilot. I wanted to be an air hostess. I wanted to be I wanted to be an army officer. Wow. I wanted to be a lot of different things like fashion designer. And um, when I came to, came to my 7th standard, I realized that um I basically, you know, do not want to become them but want to play them. Wow. And uh, I I realized that you know, instead of focusing on one dream I can focus on all of them by being an actor because an actor plays a lot of different characters. So that's how I was like sure about what I wanted to do, but I was like still very scared, you know, to tell my parents since you know all of them are a little conservative. I mean, though we are like very open and all, mm-hmm. when it comes to you know career, like. their daughter's career and pretty mm-hmm. sure that you know no one would uh, say okay if the daughter just walked up and be like hey i want to be an actress so so yeah that mm-hmm. uh, i guess you know the same feeling many of people have right like when you're kids and all when we look at television we look at different actors acting like when i was a kid i used to look i still remember when i saw om shanti om shahrukh khan's acting i was like damn i also want to be like him but i don't have kapoor next to me how can i be mm-hmm. that and then i also thought that you know when a person becomes an actor they can actually play every role and we usually act in our daily lives also right like before teacher mm-hmm. we will be in a certain way before mom there will be a certain way friends a certain way and if you are getting paid for acting and paid mm-hmm. for flirting with someone it's the best thing I wish we had we actually got paid for acting in front of our teachers and parents, but unfortunately we don't. So yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, that's true. So we used to participate in events and all that stuff. Yeah, I did. Like we had, you know, in our school we had a lot of cultural events, and I was always into dance, and um, so I never thought that I would. I would like do drama or anything such because I was more keen to dance and I used to like participate in dance competitions and win them. Mm. And I think somewhere around in fourth standard, mm. we had a drama fest. Mm. So over there, I was given the part of a narrator, just a narrator, and I went for it. And I realized how much I enjoyed rehearsing, how much I enjoyed being on the stage, uh, and not dancing, but also using our expressions and voice and all not just your body so um i remember in 7th standard mm. we had our first like proper like on a bigger level a drama fest mm. and um so we were asked to audition so mm. i wanted to participate either in, in the english or the hindi drama since i do not i'm not very fluent in telugu 
so i just walk up to my uh, hindi teacher uh, when she was like flooded with a lot of students you know asking her uh, to asking her to give them a part in the in the thing in the play and i just walk up to her i'm like ma'am could you like please take my audition as well and she just says this one thing which actually boosted my confidence uh, confidence a lot she just say, said that hey you're already in the play and you are playing the main lead mm. and i was like okay i've not auditioned i've mm. never like uh, you know been a part of a drama or anything in school mm. just that once and that was also when i was a narrator so let's see how it goes <clears throat> so we started rehearsing and oh my memory back then was so bad like i couldn't remember lines i couldn't remember mm. cues i couldn't remember what to do when to do and how to do and i just you know i was just like we had like one month of practice mm. and i really don't know like so many times i got yelled at by the hindi teacher and so yeah. many times uh, she kept you know telling me that she at one point you know she was like on the main lead or the main lead you have to do you have mm. to do it she encouraged me but at one point it went so bad that you know she literally you know was disappointed uh, in me yeah you know she didn't directly say that uh, she regret taking mm. me as a main lead but she was kind of like she kind of like you know somehow she was distressed she was she felt bad that she selected you at that point yeah kind of like that so i just i went back home crying i remember this so well because that was like the first experience and i cried so much mm. and because i was all teachers gave it mm. and you know this happened so i felt bad and i went back home and i you know started reading through the script again and again and again and i started practicing in front of the mirror and uh, it just she was very you know upsetting but i think that is something that made me you know want to work harder because i i didn't want to you know make myself proud that's not the only thing i wanted to do i wanted to make the person who believed in me proud so i just um the next day i i don't know we were rehearsing and i got almost all the lines right and my teacher was really proud of me and then uh, like as you know the time hmm. you know started coming closer it started going pretty well but you know again we had props and all it was pretty difficult hmm. but on the day of the drama hmm. it came out so well and my mom was so proud of me because she came and she uh, watched me Mm-hmm. my uh, you know the judges were i think from the telugu industry like the music composers and all okay okay and um, they were pretty happy and so it was like you know i won a prize mm-hmm. for that and wow. uh, yeah and that was my first time and the judges like called me and they were like you know it was really natural the way you did it and it like you know it just came out of you and that gave me so much confidence and that is when i started thinking about you know acting as a full time career like i mean yeah. at that time we didn't think about full time half time yeah, yeah. it was just like i started you know looking at my like seeing myself uh, as an actor when i grew up wow this was in 7th grade right Yeah, this was in 7th grade. Wow, because you know, at 7th grade, like that is a time in teenage that we become so self-conscious and uh, we go on the stage and we feel that like, you know, we, we seek for a type of validation and we get the anxiety on going on the stage and all, right? At that time, you actually going there and performing even after all those scoldings and uh, all those commenting, it's really great because it's kind of hard to, you know, uh pass that stage and actually do that so how did you do it to be honest uh my case is like really opposite i have always been very comfortable on stage wow. i have uh like you know i was always comfortable and i was like i always wanted to go up on the stage somehow so i used to like always you know uh oh. 
during the dance classes i used to like you know try to come forward and give my best so that you know he selects me for like the dance teacher selects me for the mm-hmm. you know competitions or the you know fests and all the performances because i just loved stage so much um like even when i was in like first year and all i uh, was i learned keyboard and so that during assembly i used to like stay on the stage even uh, like after seven like after fourth class i was in the band mm. the school band mm. and uh, i loved it over there because we were again on the stage so throughout my uh, school life i was always on the stage wow. but the thing is uh, intermediate mm. in my intermediate little sardini college i became that's when i actually became very um, you know very much worried about and stressed about going on to the stage mm. i don't know why my confidence to go on the stage and perform just fell down and uh, like throughout my intermediate i have performed only twice and that to uh, once in first year on some people's end i was so scared that during one of the dance competitions mm. i gave my name but then i i was so scared that i made an excuse of uh, you know fever so that mm. i don't have to go and perform on the stage Damn. But yeah i think i'm telling you i'm from the same college right i know that college has some vibe which cre- which kills interest i don't think it was a vibe or it was just like a lot of competition um the thing was i remember how it felt like i was um, the sports secretary in my school okay so i was like really confident because i was like a really fast runner and I played a lot of different sports as well. Mm. But uh, so I remember this time when in intermediate we had the uh, sports uh, competition. Mm. And I was like I gave my name for uh, a 250 meter uh, race and 5 400 meter race. And um, one day before like so like we had to go and uh, run and mm. I was pretty sure that you know even if i i don't mm. win i was sure that i would get a prize mm. but i was like even if i don't win it's fine i just give my 100% and i'll just see the competition so the next year i'll be ready mm. and um, so you can you know that uh, lgs has this uh, uniform mm. which they're very particular about and the girls are supposed to have the chunni mm. on all the time yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, we i went to the washroom with uh, all the competitors mm. um, and i went to the washroom i went inside and when i came out my chunni was missing mm. i left my chunni outside and i went to the washroom by the time i came out it was just missing and all of the competitors were gone mm. and i was you know and i they didn't even let me go out like obviously they wouldn't let any mm. girl go out of the go out on the campus without the chunni oh. i think you know that because of the rules mm-hmm. and i was just so scared and everyone was out there they were you know running the race and i was inside almost in a world of crying because i was looking forward to this mm-hmm. and i don't know where the chunni went or who stole it mm-hmm. but that's where my confidence started going down because it's just a vibe you know that killed it but you know grateful i'm so grateful that i came to loyola i was still very uh, conscious to go on the stage over here but then we had like drama club in our yeah. first year so yeah. i just went ahead i was like if i'm not confident and serious now the whole purpose of me you know mm. still achieving like still wanting to achieve my dream would be a waste so yeah. i slowly started you know um i just in a drama club i just went forward and started you know talking started mm. performing and then yeah. we had a, a certificate course state raj mm. which actually helped me boost my confidence up so much mm. um i i would really want to appreciate my uh, you know uh, sir uh, mm. state raj sir 
akhil banishwar because he got that confidence back in all of us hmm. all of us i mean all of us hmm. yeah and then i started being a part being the part of the college dramas and we you know i started going ahead with more and more and more dramas and skits and monologues and all of that wow but uh, okay okay let me stop you here that yeah. when your fear for stage or like whatever you described that happened in lf the inter- intermediate yeah. college you studied in then yeah. like you got the two years gap right like after that two years in even loyal is like a pretty big college and the competition over loyal would be way more higher than the competition in lf so yeah. like what actually made you step down in this intermediate level because i'm really curious about it like because from fourth grade itself you are so interested in performing like you're an artist right yeah so like what so, happened over there i don't know like um i told you about the sports event like i yes. i'm just kind of a person who's always been really 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 confident in herself and about herself mm-hmm. but i don't know what happened in intermediate there were a few instances um where you know which made me doubt my own self and if i was worth it or not and mm-hmm. that sports event that mm-hmm. was like a huge white killer to be honest because i just saw that these kind of people are still mm. are here who can do anything yeah. because at that time i thought someone at least told my children mm. it's still a mystery till date mm. so i was you know that made me feel a little bad and then i don't know it's just i just lost my confidence over those two years mm. and i i stopped dancing i stopped acting mm. which kind of like you know maybe really sad because all i did was come back home hmm. do my homework um watch something go back to sleep and that's all i i stopped all the physical activities as well so yeah. i was kind of sad about it and i think since you know that transition from school to hmm. college hmm. that was the re- that was one of the reasons why because you know in school been in the same place mm-hmm. for more than 10 years and yeah. we've been we we know people over there mm-hmm. and we you know we have this comfort zone over there and yeah. like you know immediately moving to a place where you barely know anyone mm-hmm. and it's a new atmosphere i think that was one of the reasons why i was yeah. under quarantine because yeah yeah I get that like uh, I can understand that ki you had a some level of pace like you know one level of industry you maintained in all your school school age but the moment you came to intermediate age you required a little push or a little sense that people make you feel that you belong there that you lost in that place that made you you know that made you doubt about yourself and you just became like you know normal normal stuff that you do that's what you did there yeah it was like you know the stage i realized that you know not everything will be in your comfort zone like there will be time if time that you'll have to go and work with different people be it just an just office work or just corporate work or just some artistic work anything mm-hmm. you always find new people you always you know work with new people so i was um, i started realizing that maybe i was taking this uh, comfort zone uh, to my ad- advantage a lot mm. and i think it's time to like come out of it and that's when in loyala i mm. made sure like no matter what i will come out of my comfort zone i fucking come out of my comfort zone mm. and uh, you know do it if i don't then you are just like i i told it to myself if you do, if you can't come out of the comfort zone mm. then you are incapable of being a part of this world to be honest you'll just be a weakling or you'll just be like a burden to a lot of people around you and that's how i started you know understanding that it's time for me to be a little independent a little out a little more outgoing mm. and a little more approachable i think 
that's so good like you know why like because many people like whoever i know or like whenever a person wants to do something different right they have to mm-hmm. make sure that they have to come out of the comfort zone right like for example when i started the podcast it was not mm-hmm. at all easy for me to you know call up someone ask them to come to the podcast even the first podcast i did it was with my best friend like mm-hmm. even to do with her i was so shit scared. like if you listen to that podcast it would literally sound like an interview she was sounding so good so friendly i was like okay what happened first question tick second question tick <laughs> like that it was going Mm-hmm. like later on later on you know like before anything that you start it would be kind of you know it will not be comfortable at all like sitting in home doing the homework writing an exam is very easy and good but yeah. doing something different actually makes you count like if you didn't do all these things or i didn't do all these things we both couldn't meet right yeah that's so true like you know i don't think anything is easy to be honest like there are a lot of people out there that i've seen you know who um are very good at socializing are very good at uh, you know a lot of artistic things they are very good at communication and all mm-hmm. but it's it's very difficult for them to you know sit at home do the homework or write an exam mm-hmm. and you know i honestly don't think that anything is easy so i think the, uh, them coming out of their comfort zone would be you know somehow being able to write the exams without you know getting scared or uh, having a fever or anything like that so yeah yeah it's kind of true so when you did all these dramas in loyola right so when did theater start like it was the theater a part of your college or you went out somewhere else another theater you joined like tell the journey I... of theater so basically uh, i told you about the certificate course right that uh, we had in our college so uh, so uh, from those hmm. uh while that was going on we were like i was coming out pretty well i think and uh, my sir actually you know uh, he he appreciated me he said that you do have a, a very good future in acting and all and you should try for it and all i needed at that time was opportunities i just mm-hmm. wanted an opportunity which i never actually could explore or get mm-hmm. so um my sir just sent us uh, mm-hmm. all, all one contact and mm-hmm. one poster saying we need uh, actors mm-hmm. please come for the audition at so and so time please contact so and so person and um, i was like i was to be honest i was still very scared to like go out in the world and do something but i was like okay fine let's give it a try at least mm-hmm. so i went out there and mm-hmm. uh, i went for the audition mm-hmm. and those people were really intimidating honestly mm-hmm. uh, and i thought that i mean my audition happened auditions happened mm-hmm. and i thought i was not very good because i i seen better people over there mm. and i was so scared i was like okay this is going to you know spoil my confidence over again so mm. i'll i better be prepared but then i get a message from them later on um, asking about my day i wow. mean i realized that uh, i was bad i was not that bad but then yeah and i was pretty young i was like the youngest over there so mm. um i thought maybe they wouldn't want someone like me they wanted something someone like experience or something but yeah i so i got a call mm-hmm. and a message asking about my date and uh, when all i would be free and my college timings because mm-hmm. they were coming up with new original plays mm-hmm. so i joined this uh, theater group called danon pen um which is managed by krishna soni and uh, you know the director and writer um and basically a lot of different things is here he yeah. he takes care of the light he takes care of uh, everything production and all as well okay. uh, is aman ahmed mm. and to be honest they've been like so supportive throughout though i was like the youngest they never made me feel like it and they always like you know made me confident more and more confident they taught me a lot 
Yes, they, I will. I'm so glad that they were always strict with me and always spoke the truth mm. and always gave me a true feedback. Mm. And uh, because of them, uh, I could be a part of like two major plays and do six shows. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it started last year in um, October. I mean, mm. I went to give my auditions in October. Oh, last year. And, like, like this is October, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and like just within like ten days. Uh, mm-hmm. So basically, we were uh, planning for another mm-hmm. uh, play, but um, one of like one of their um, actors backed out uh, mm-hmm. like four days prior to the show, mm-hmm. and uh, they asked me to fill in. Mm-hmm. And these people, whoever were on the uh, you know group before, mm-hmm. they've done like five shows of this play already. Five to six years, so I was a little nervous because I first thing I didn't know rap shit about the <laughs> play, and secondly I was so scared because all of them like the first reading I did with them, yeah. all of them were so good. They were playing. I mean, they were playing with their voices so good. They were even without you know expre- expressions like readings are all about voice and you know yeah, yeah. the understanding the script. Mm-hmm. and all of them had such a good voice all of them had the perfect description of their characters and i was just like okay shit <laughs> where do i start what do i do but luckily i had only like four dialogues in mm-hmm. that thing mm-hmm. so i i was like okay let's go for it and the first show of that was like i mean my first show with mm-hmm. them was pretty nice because you know mm-hmm. the one of the actors hmm. actors actually forgot his lines <laughs> and the the conversation was happening with me during hmm. that scene and i was supposed to i i could either you know fuck it all up or do something good so yeah. i don't know if my reflexes just hmm. uh, did something and it improvised that wow. it got improvised so no one you know really understood that you know uh, he forgot the line or something such right. and it was pretty nice like the director was pretty happy he was like and i did expect you to improvise but that was good and uh, the second show of that was houseful mm-hmm. which you know again if you think about it the audience as one of the most major aspects of um, mm-hmm. you know uh, building a, an actor's confidence yeah so when i saw the the you know full crowd i saw the house full i was like okay now i have to uh, i have to do great if or what if i have only four lines i have to give everything uh, in those four lines so that you know i can make an impact on these yeah. people and so yeah i that was my first ever play and the second play came out of nowhere so we were here, i think for another play and suddenly the director says that uh, that play is like way bigger mm. and we need like proper production producers and we do not have that at the moment mm. so we are going ahead with the other play mm. that he just finished writing mm. at that minute and uh, it is not even on draft i mean it is not even on the you know printed sheet mm. it was literally on uh, on a book and a, uh, written with a pen so we were all scared like because our dates were already booked like we already reserved the place this cultural spaces yeah, uh, beforehand hmm. and if you don't do it it's it's going to be like you know why hmm. it's going to be like a bad thing for the you know theater production house hmm. so uh, and there were like three main leads in this hmm. um one of them was me and that was a pretty huge thing because i had to play a psychotic role basically oh. damn that's the hardest had, right it kind of is but the most hardest thing for me is before this i didn't know how to laugh What? my laughter yeah it's very weird okay my laughter is you know it's silent it, oh. it has like a silencer on it or i don't know whenever i laugh it just laugh like ranveer kapoor I no at least you know we can say that he is laughing my laughter is completely muted oh. you can just see me you know uh, squint my eyes and you know open my mouth and they're like is he laughing or what is he doing 
Okay. So and for that particular role, I was supposed to be a nice, psychotic, hmm. plus a very you know uh, tangled-minded person. Hmm. Okay. And for that, I had to constantly keep laughing. Uh, and that too, like really loud, since he only used floor mics. So I yeah. was uh, so scared. But we had only thirty days of rehearsals. Like in those thirty days, we had to remember. Hmm. All our lines. Plus we, plus mm. I, we had lines in Hindi, mm. complicated uh, words and like huge poems that we had to memorize. Mm. And like I think we had like thirty-five to forty pages of script, mm. which is like which is too much. And um, it was a one and a half hour uh, drama. I mean drama play. Mm. So it was pretty difficult. But I don't know how we just. First show went really good, though we didn't get an get uh, a huge audience because it was on a working day. Mm. But the second and the uh, second show went so good <clears throat> that uh, we were featured in uh, different newspapers. I think three to four newspapers mm. with all our names and the characters and the review of you know the critical review. And mm. because of this, we got like a special you know. Demand to perform it again, wow. and uh, so this happened in December, mm. and uh, like in Jan January we had January two thousand twenty. Like a lot of people kept you know asking us to do it again, do it again, mm. and um, during February uh, they fixed the date. Mm. The worst thing is. I was traveling uh, throughout Jan January end and February beginning. So I because I had to go for my college uh, mm-hmm. purposes. I had to go and attend the wedding. So um, since this was on a special demand, it had it obviously had a larger audience yeah. and you know the critics coming mm-hmm. and we needed more and more practice because it was a It it was almost like a month that we performed, mm. and we were too scared. And the worst thing that I was traveling about me traveling was, um, mm. the cues during day rehearsals were going wrong and all of that. And mm. I came back with a, you know, bad voice, like Damn. with throat ache, cold and all. And the show was like two days main. So I don't know how. Uh, I remember like carrying a water bottle with me all the time, uh, warm water bottles, mm-hmm. and I just kept it, you know, backstage because, and I was like, after every scene, I'm coming, mm-hmm. drinking some hot water, leaving, and I had like three scenes where I had to like shout, recite poems, and laugh, <laughs> and during those three scenes, I lost my water bottle, so I Damn. couldn't drink, and I was on a verge of puking, but. Luckily, I don't so know. What how. is your thing? What is your thing with losing stuff before the event? I do not know. I mean, it it was there for the first scene. Okay, I think while the other actors were like passing by, they must have dropped the water bottle somewhere or something. But yeah. I was there for the first scene. I was like, okay, I have warm water bottle, and so I will not lose. Hmm. You know, I will not lose my voice mid way hmm. because I keep nourishing it with warm water. And mm. then after those three major scenes, no, before those three major scenes, mm. I see my water bottle is missing. I start freaking out because my throat, you know, mm. you know that feeling when your throat starts, when your inner, you, know, you know, muscles of the throat start sticking to each other. Then yeah, you can't I get talk. it. Yeah, yeah, I understand it. Yeah, I that was my thing, and I was just like, okay, this is going down, but you know. Somehow it just worked out pretty well. I didn't puke. I didn't lose my voice. I mean, I did lose my voice after the show, but yeah, <laughs> not before the show. So it counts as a good luck. Mm-hmm. So it went pretty good. Good, and um, we I started getting a few more offers. So, yeah. Wow. So in theater, like, uh, do you think, uh, like, uh, theater gets the enough recognition and respect as it deserves? Uh, to be honest, in India, hmm. um, okay, let's leave about India first. To be honest, in Hyderabad, hmm. 
it doesn't i mean though it is uh, you know still it, it's a process basically mm. and um, hyderabad theater today is what mumbai and bangalore theater and delhi theater would be 10 years ago Damn. so obviously it's like a little you know heartbreaking mm. but i think it's a good thing that people have actually started you know um looking forward for, to plays and taking a part in them and making them and i mean yeah as i said it's a process so i really hope that you know in hyderabad the hyderabad theater industry starts mm. growing faster and faster and because of this covid so uh, oh, <laughs> it would be the worst of, nightmare right no like um, you know so many good there were like so many good plays lined up mm. and i had like a plan to go watch all of them and somehow be a part of it as well but this corona started and then all the theater you know all the i mean cultural spaces shut down so we couldn't you know go and perform mm. so you know the theater troops have been working online and mm. all this you know i feel that a theater play loses its essence the minute it is taken down the stage I mean, the entire thing about play is, you know, going and performing it live on the stage. That's true. Yeah, but anyway, I mean, it's still moving ahead. It's still moving forward. And uh, yeah, I'm just waiting for the time when, you know, this lockdown completely ends. And we can go back to performing theater uh, plays and watching them. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, continue. Yes. Sorry, yeah, I mean, but as you said, um, as I mentioned earlier, in mm. India, mm. it's pretty good. I think at this point, it's like really, really good. And I really wish that, you know, mm. it becomes better. And I hope at, at, you know, at some point, it just is either equivalent to, you know, the theater outside this country. or you know just surpasses them because we have a lot of different folk forms a lot of different stories that we can narrate through theater plays so i just hope that you know we do something really good with this that that's true and the thing i wanted to ask you is right now through your college you went to the theater and all for a normal person like for a normal girl or a boy who want to act like doesn't want to be a lead role but just want to act how can they get into a theater like what is the process um, to get in so basically um you know you have to obviously start building contacts but then again for that mm. i would suggest uh, you know um follow some theater uh, groups on mm. your social media accounts oh and also your social media accounts Mm. and then uh, because they keep updating everyone about all different calls and mm. workshops and all and mm. i think it's a really good thing if people could you know join some workshops mm. because there are so many acting workshops right now people can just yeah. go and explore this uh, field and you know check out the uh, workshop because it actually helps a lot to know more and more about acting and to know more and more about theater and everything else Wow. and uh, when you did all this part like you know took part in all this plays and all what quality do you think that a person should have to really excel in the art of plays and theater like what is that the thing that attracts like how much does looks play a part how much does uh, uh, you know the dialogue delivery how much is expression like can you what will be on the top priority yeah um i am actually really you know proud to say that you know theaters do not uh, give uh, you know looks a lot of importance all they care about is your talent because basically theater plays are do not have to be you know uh, all high five or high passing or anything mm-hmm. we just need you know people who are good at and good and passionate about acting and who can like give their 100% because performing on the stage and giving your 100% and giving your mm. you know being dedicated 
and uh, you know everything is really hard theater is harder like from an actor's perspective mm-hmm. theater is harder than any film or any other media to be honest so you know even though uh, theater uh, actors are not given a lot of importance mm-hmm. they're not given a lot of recognition and appreciation that they deserve mm-hmm. even after that if these people want to go ahead and dedicate themselves to this mm-hmm. that i think is a thing to be appreciated because there a lot of people come to this acting field for recognition a mm-hmm. lot of others come you know to satisfy others um mm-hmm. you know make everyone big and, and entertain others and satisfy themselves by seeing the audience happy so i think that is something uh, an aspiring theater artist must always have dedication mm-hmm. and you know um there there you know interest to learn new new things every day Yeah, that's actually good like you know the reason i asked this question is because many people want to get into acting for different reasons like the main purpose that a person wants to be an actor would be you know name fame and money but mm. there are many people who are not even aware of something like plays actually go down you know there are plays there are theater groups like i wasn't aware of this uh, theater like things like theater exist until i came to like you know my 11th and 12th grade until my 10th i was not aware i was always thinking mm-hmm. that to come to become an actor or you know uh, to come on screen it's the only way to go there is just uh, you know on films like plays mm-hmm. happen in school only and i was never aware of this theater groups or the drama clubs all this stuff mm-hmm. that's to the reason i didn't know there was something you know like i knew there were like plays and all but i didn't know that there was something like for general audience i thought it was just for like the tv actors or uh, film actors who want to like you know mm. be a big thing in theater industry mm. yeah. i just thought that and the first time you know i even got to know about theater was because i, I don't remember the actor name but yeah when actor was telling that ki you know theater is a place when a person acts and in theater it is the story which is the main lead role it's not about mainly about the actors what happens about the film in film is there will be a lead role and according to them the story revolves but according to the in theater it's always the story and mm. and everyone acts according to the story and that's the romance or that's the main part about the theater it's so true i i totally agree that the main you know the main aspect of theater is the story and the only person who can do the, who do who can do justice and who can you know help develop or uh, develop the story is the actor so yeah it's it's really nice yeah so when you were coming like when you participated in theater and all how many of your friends like you did you know anyone from loyola college when you went to the theater like were your friends with you in that play uh yeah one of my friends is she hmm. uh, she is she is a really 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 talented person wow. and another friend another friend of mine ashinivas hmm. so like they are both really talented people and uh, they were also like starting off Uh, to look around mm-hmm. uh, for plays and all so mm-hmm. when i went to this thing mm-hmm. um sini was my friend he came with me we mm-hmm. were informed regarding this together mm-hmm. and unfortunately richie couldn't come mm-hmm. but then you know luckily uh, apart from that one person who backed out uh, mm-hmm. for that play, there was another dancer who backed out okay. so richie was given the given that role mm-hmm. and and to be honest I am really proud of her because you know that was the role where you know she had to wear like three four masks mm. okay on her face like a proper face mask mm. and uh, like during the second show that houseful show mm. we had we had a problem where her mask fell down Damn. but but she didn't let people see her uh, face because that's how it's supposed to be Mm. uh by improvising and covering it up in a way that people didn't even know it happened wow. and she covered it up so well she was so spontaneous she was so good 
that the director was so and he is a director hmm. who doesn't praise anyone so usually <laughs> and he actually you know was so proud of her and i was so proud of her everyone was so proud of her so yeah i mean we do have a lot of very talented people yeah the, the thing is uh, it's not i really like the part when you know a person on stage or you know any place where a person performs when they improvise like you know i still remember i did anchoring for my school like at 12th grade mm-hmm. i was an anchor like me with my co-host like the first dialogue i've studied in gurukul so it starts with you know jai shri krishna jai shri ram that way mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. but there was a countdown and the stage, everything was so huge. The budget was huge, around 40 lakhs, like pretty big function. So, I was like oh. 10, 10, 9, 8 and the moment one came, you know, everyone will be shouting 10, 9, 8. So, mm-hmm. I'm very bad at memorizing stuff. I need to understand mm-hmm. the concept. So, you know, 10, mm-hmm. 9, 1, 8 and I was like completely like film, IFA mode. I just started out and I didn't say Jai Swami and all these things and I skipped first page. Completely. Second oh. second page, I started off. And my friend uh-huh. next to me had the lines accordingly. And he suddenly shifted the whole thing with me. And the next 10 minutes, the conversation we did was not at all planned. And, oh. and people sitting in front of us, like the people who know the script, they were like, what are these people talking actually? And all of that uh-huh. script was drafted from IFA Awards directly. We were watching that IFA Awards before the show. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> That's how we did it. Uh, like, I still remember that IFA Awards was Shahrukh Khan and Shahid Kapoor. I was SRK, yeah. he was Shahid, and we did it. Damn, you people would... You people were the Shahid and Shahrukh of Guru Kohl, <laughs> technically. So, I mean, you deserve, uh, you know, clap. So, can I clap? <laughs> Thank you so much, but <laughs> thank you so yeah. much. But after that, after <laughs> that, that, after that whole, uh, you know, the function, the first thing you got was like coldings. Like, of course, you were smart to manage it, but who forgets yeah. the script you practice for three months? Oh, <laughs> but I mean, I'm pretty sure it was it was a huge success. Yeah, yeah, the 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 whole function so, went very awesome. Like even in middle, you know. Uh, the light, like we do drama every year, okay? First drama would be a short film. Like they literally shoot the whole short film and people who shoot our short film were the same people who shoot for Doordarshan and all this channel. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was a part of short film in my 11th grade and 12th grade I was doing anchoring and both the times the things were like this only. Like the second time when I was doing anchoring, the lights went off. So I have to oh. cover 30 minutes. Like I should tell something. So I just mm-hmm. had a speech of Sandeep Maheshwari in my head and I started imitating the same stuff out on the stage. Wow. And 30 minutes oh. it went like that. I mean, improvising for one or two minutes is okay, but 30 minutes, dude, kudos to you, man. Honestly, that's, that's, that's something really nice. Uh, thank you but it was you should you should see me like i was like you know before this many people are there and i have to talk something and the moment 15 minutes happen and one person told me that they will give me a sign when the thing is done and i can i can resume and go along with my script so i used to see that side a lot and they're not telling i was like damn how much should i extend so one two three thanks to sandeep maheshwari and his speeches <laughs> i copied all of them i don't know how many people use but i used him a lot um, yeah, that's the reason um, when you were telling that you improvise, I can understand how much effort it takes in mind. Oh, that's, I mean, I am actually like speechless right now. And dude, honestly, kudos to you, man. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just telling you this many things so that if there is any opportunities in theater, do remember you have oh. a friend. <laughs> but for sure, let's see about that. You'll have to still go to audition space. But yeah, let's see. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll come to auditions, everything. After Karan Johar, nepotism and all that stuff. I don't want to take risks. And I'm pretty sure that after this, there will not be any nepotism. So I think we have, we all have a good chance after this. Yeah, yeah, sure. So how are you looking forward to your future? Like, what are your future plans? Like, this year, I guess the degree is going to get done. What are your future plans? Uh, 
so um yeah so we have to like work for 6 months and like as an internship for in our next semester mm-hmm. and after that we yeah so i was like i've uh, you know looked for a few opportunities and i i'm seeing a few you know companies right now mm-hmm. uh, production houses to you know be their ad or some technical Mm. uh on the technical team as well as i've mm. given a few auditions as well mm. and they pretty much liked me it's just that i just need to make like a professional resume right now mm. so right now i'm working on my portfolio mm. and apart from that i'm also like um since i'm a to like you know a part of the student council in college right now mm. i'm really hoping that the leadership certificate i get from there can get me into some good job or some good um you know place in uh, some production house and yeah. yeah the thing is i i had this plan of you know working in a production house as their team managing mm-hmm. and all because i love management i love accounts i love managing though i do not have accounts right now but i love doing it wow. and um, slowly i can like build contacts and i can start you know going out for auditions because i will obviously get to know when the auditions are because i am mm. a part of that team you know yeah. uh, give auditions and somehow find my way into it yeah that's cool actually you know what you can easily get job at any place you want to go and i will tell you the reason also it's because okay. any person who goes and perform on stage right they become a good storyteller And yeah. and one thing that many people don't know, like the lack is the start of storytelling. That uh, I really think you have, or anyone who goes on the stage and perform any kind of act do. Thank you so much. It actually means a lot to me. I <laughs> uh, I actually it helped me boost my confidence a little more. So um, I'm just waiting for this COVID to end completely. Like. I have been seeing a lot of companies but again you know mm. during covid no one wants to take a risk right now so yeah. let's let's see what are your future plans my future plans is like i guess next year i'm going to make the podcast more probably like the live stream or to go up to a person's house and you know record the podcast like an actual one mm. and uh, i have couple of entrepreneurs and many people in my head like uh, celebrities entrepreneur celebrity i'm just telling of oh, i don't have anyone right now i guess i'll get it just okay. you can come back to me you can come back to me after a few years <laughs> sure we will be at that time we will be in you know kapil sharma show like anirudh anirudh show <laughs> i would definitely look forward to that yeah we put some nice segments <laughs> yeah sure if i don't become right even though you will be like an you know become a big actress like salman khan produced kapil sharma you can produce you know a show but i will be the host i dude i don't see another option for you other than becoming a big thing so I, yeah i have a last question for you yeah sure how how did you even come up with this idea of you know podcast and um apart from that why me <laughs> okay i will answer both of the questions for the first the podcast I guess yeah I do listen to a lot of podcast I like interviews okay I don't know why mm-hmm. I re- I'm really fascinated of interviews like I listen to you know Kapil with Karan Kapil Sharma every interview possible every Bollywood ka even Aaj ki Adalat I listen to and if I don't <laughs> find anything I go watch Arnab Goswami also ah but at that time my friend told me there's something called podcast where you can actually learn a lot of stuff and it will be candid not uh, scripted and mm. as i told you i can't buy hard stuff and uh, so i was like yeah it's cool it's spontaneous so i started listening to a lot of podcasts and i started tweeting about it and mm. one of my friend like he told me like he texted me telling that did you ever thought of starting a podcast i was like yeah a million times then he was like okay i'm coming to your home and the next saturday he came my home with my other friend sajad shibin and sajad both of my friends like he, they came to my home they gave me mm. a mic and we were they were like okay what would you keep the name I was like, I will keep intoxicated talks, and then they're like, No, dude, it doesn't look good. It feels like a drunken guy is talking to a person. That would be really, that would be really, you know, uh, confusing to people. They'll be like, Ah, uh, okay. 
yeah so then my friend sajad came up with the name talk of thought and then that's how the you know i started the podcasting like initially the idea was to talk to all those people who like you know contributed some or the other way in my life like all my friends with whom i learned something like some one mm-hmm. of my friend i learned how to you know read something some of them i learned how to talk like everyone had a contribution and then i thought let's go about it and talk to all those people who i don't even know like if i want to learn a subject i just google them and if i find people i text all of them few people agree and i talk about that subject in the podcast hmm yeah and second question why you it's because <laughs> okay it's fine yeah it's because uh, i think that ki you know many pe- i don't know many people from the space of theater and i felt that like i know you person so it's more comfortable talking to you of course we didn't talk many times but you know it's not really about the times you talk to a person even one or two interaction with them you can understand can you be comfortable with them or not mm-hmm. and you do really have a really good vibe that you make like i felt that one or two times like i think yeah i spoke to you in loyola college in that competition i felt that mm-hmm. yeah i can talk to you very nicely like you were really good in talking charismatic thank you so much so that's how it started and then again i told you i want to come into theater so it's my secret plan to bring you oh. on podcast to praise you a little bit that is not at all selfish man that is so so sweet of you yeah and i'm so honest that's also good quality in me yeah brutally honest to be honest yeah so <laughs> yeah i'm also honest now Uh, i'm just thinking to cut this cut this line from the you know podcast but still i will not do no that. no no do not do that <laughs> or i will actually uh, you know put it on my story telling that hey these are some un you know these are some uncut version of our podcast please listen to it at your own risk <laughs> yeah yeah you know th- this is one of the thing that i always learned that ki whenever we think to you know cut up the mistakes or like if i ask, if like if a normal person comes like normal why am i defining normal but if anyone mm-hmm. comes right usually people tend to talk about good stuff like you know i just came i acted people praised me and then i got this 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 but the way you told that initially you weren't good like you went home mm-hmm. crying but later you practiced the whole script again and again and then you mm-hmm. per- performed it looked more realistic and you know it gives sense to a person that they can also do that it's just that they are not trying mm-hmm. that's the thing that i really appreciate about you like even when you told about you know all the bad experiences like after i left you could probably just not participate in loyal also but you were like no you took a choice that you should get out of the comfort zone you should go act like people would be judging you but still you did that that's mm. really appreciate that is that's really appreciate so sweet it's really 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 sweet and i i can't wait for more you know more podcasts of yours honestly because i really see you go forward and move ahead very well yeah. and i really 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 hope that you know you get whoever celebrity or whoever whoever you want to in your shows or your podcasts and all of that just yeah. all this all the very best and this is such a good thing this is my first ever podcast yeah. so it was such a nice experience thanks for making me feel so comfortable yeah i'm completely glad and it's also my selfishness that in future which i show you go the first uh, credit would go to me because i did the first one even <laughs> kapil or karan would be second and third at least one Who place of bed all that i know is anirudh so damn is so good praising <laughs> each other it's one of the best thing that i find in world people are so yeah. people find this thing called they should be humble they should be you know completely down to it but i believe in the fact that praise yourself it's fine it boosts confidence yeah i know Yeah. So thanks for yeah. coming in the podcast. I really I will tell you the reason I really liked this conversation was because uh, you know it kind of gave uh, you know me a figure that ki you know anyone will listen to you anything it will be like they can also do 
no one should blame their situations it's just that they are not trying out like we should participate mm-hmm. in the club we should participate in the events and then you will probably get where you want to come to it's not that first mm-hmm. you go on the stage and you will be the rock star mm-hmm. right and that's completely understandable and and on the podcast you are the star i had up to now <laughs> congratulations <laughs> Thank you so much. I feel so good about myself now. I mean, no, for real. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It was like my first experience, and I was too scared. I oh. didn't know how it would go, but all thanks to you, you were you like made me so comfortable and made me feel so good about my own self. Also, uh, keeping all the selfishness aside, it was so 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 good. and i would love to do that again like if yeah, you are sure we will okay. do many more podcasts ahead and thank you once again i hope thank everyone you. enjoyed the show too i hope so too. and if you don't guys it's okay just don't hate me okay <laughs> no it's fine you don't have good taste that's all it means <laughs> okay that is brutal now that is I'm what like i meant by conan o'brien you should you should listen to his podcast too he talks like this only ंग